For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. No, Chris and I were just saying his counting was much better than yours. Like, he set a really high bar. You're counting. Whatever, dude. Chris and is, I counted twice as much. I went to 10. He, he was counting down from five and couldn't <laughs> even do it. Chris's counting is better because he had to take counting twice. <laughs> in in kindergarten in, in counting class counting one me back yeah. yeah advanced counting class i moved on one. in every other way but they held me back in counting. one two we got there though two you got there i don't oh. know if it was the class or taking classes at night chris but i'm confident count the 10 well damn here can can you count this brett oh 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 oh, oh, oh. No, oh. this is good friendly. Show. By the way, Brett, where the heck are you? Aren't you supposed uh, to be on a plane I know, right now? Why is he now? even here anymore? I know. What what is... uh, I am. I'm. I'm on my plane right now. I'm currently circling the, the U.S. <laughs> it's my private jet, and we've got Wi-Fi so strong it would make your head spin. Um, I like how he said he, Chris, he's circling. He could have landed, but he, he's circling yeah. just to show off. <laughs> well, guess, I'm scared of earthquakes, jet. so I don't want to ever oh, touch down. The big one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I'm still in Seattle, boys. I'm still up here. Producer Katie's still up here. I'm still up here because we decided to change our flights and stay, not for life yet, but <laughs> uh, at least for the next few cracking games because we're having a ball. And also there's a new uh, listener party live event coming up this weekend that I'm going to tell you all the details about coming up very soon. Uh, well, let's get into it, man. I want to hear about this listener party. We got a lot to talk about. What Ooh, do you think? I, I want to know where his well, voice went. Like, uh, he's still here, but where did his voice <laughs> go? Did well, your voice fly back? Dude, if you want to know, just say the magic words. <laughs> do I get to say it this time? Wait, somebody better on. say it before I do. Release the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Release the Show. We are Seattle's Kraken Podcast. If you're keeping score at home, I think that might have been the first time that Chris released the show, but you did it pretty well, Chris. Well done, my friend. Nailed it. Thank you. Killed it. Always more fun doing this show after a win. So we are excited to talk some Kraken hockey with you. We'll hit our hat trick. There are three biggest stories you care about for your Seattle Kraken. Ton of stuff to get to here on the show. Oh, all right, Super Kev, Kev you're with us. Interruption. Yes, interruption, there it is. sir. There it is. There is a live listener party this weekend, guys. We're doing it again uh, up here in Seattle in support of our beloved Kraken. The Kraken on Halloween, guys are playing a game Ooh. in Seattle, and we are going to be throwing a party at the Queen Anne Beer Hall, which is being uh, sort of rebranded into just The Hall. So we're going to be at The Hall on Queen Anne uh, watching our Kraken. And, the, and 
you got the Queen Anne Beer Hall is like right across the street from the arena. So this place <laughs> is going to be packed with Kraken fans. I mean, before and after the game and hopefully during. And we'll do everything that we did at the dock, raise money for charity. We'll do uh, trivia and throw T-shirts and all that stuff. Um, and this time the event is being sort of brought to you by the hall. So shout out to them for getting on board with the show. And they're going to be matching donations to the charity raffle up to a certain dollar amount, which we're still negotiating with them. I'm trying. I'm going to get it as high as I can. Um, the Kraken, the team, the Kraken themselves, you guys, will also be matching donations at the Incredible. live listener event for Release the Show at the Hall this Sunday. That's Halloween, everybody. Come out, Sabla. Blah, 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 blah. Come out and celebrate Halloween with uh, us live and in person. And producer Katie, who, by the way, is still single, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's Nothing happened looking. at our... Uh, we, we didn't end up in the, well, the, uh, the dating game that let's night. Not, let's, not say, let's not say nothing happened, but nothing lasting, at least. Oh, so interesting. Oh, okay. I almost want to throw our agenda out the window and... Uh, Find out what happened at our a listener fall party. Fling. A fall yeah. fling. A so, quick one, Chris. Uh, check a out, quick fall fling. Check out our yeah. social media, guys, at Release the Show uh, for all of the details, address, and all of that stuff. But it's basically going to start, you know, hours before the game starts, and we'll be partying until after the game's over. So come on out and say hi. Kevin, back to you. Love it. We want to hang with you guys. And we're excited because this show descended on Seattle for opening night. We were all there. Chris was there. I was there. Brett was there. Katie was there. We were there, guys. Boots on the ground for that first game oh, yeah. against Vancouver. What an atmosphere, wasn't it? Just walking outside Climate Pledge. I know I'm sure some of our listeners were there. Others haven't had a chance to make it in for a game. I think that I saw two Can or two Canucks jerseys the entire night. Like <laughs> that place was electric. Yeah, what well, you Kraken know what else jerseys you saw? everywhere. You know what else Kevin saw, everybody? Surprise, surprise. Kevin was able to find two Capitals jerseys in the crowd <laughs> and seek yeah. them out and immediately engage in conversation about a team that wasn't even in the building. Let me say, I did bring my Kraken jersey, not my Caps no, jersey, to Seattle. Respect. And it was Respect. it was Oshi and it was Ovi, not the real Oshi and Ovi. Yeah. Um, two guys, Oshi and Ovi. And I was thinking, like, why are they wearing these? Oshi is from Washington, yeah. so that makes a little more yeah. sense. But, yes. Somehow, us Caps fans, we find each other. But yeah. I did travel with the Kraken Jersey boys. Yeah, no, respect, man. And also, I'm going to also uh, blow Kevin's spot up about this, too, because you guys. Yeah, blow it up. If there's any doubt as to whether our man here is a Kraken fan, let me just lay this little anecdote <laughs> on you, okay? So, uh, producer Katie and Chris peel off on game night one to go up to the, uh, the dock in Fremont and kind of set up the live event and stuff. And Kevin and I are still walking around the arena passing out stickers and talking to fans and stuff. And <laughs> as it got closer to game time, Kevin was like, he kind of leaned over and he was like, Brett, I would give so much money to go to this game right now. Like, <laughs> I know we're doing a live event, but brother, it's killing me. And you guys, oh. you should have seen the look on our man's face. Like he was like <laughs> jonesing so bad to get in the building because, dude, it was electric outside and you could see the ice from outside. It's like tantalizing oh. me right there. You know what I mean? Right, we Kev? had Sarah. Come we had on, Sarah dude. at the dock. You would have given up a bunch to go to that game, dude, wouldn't you? We, we had Sarah at the dock waiting for us. We had listeners waiting <laughs> for us. I mean, I want to watch the game with our listeners, but man, Brett, <laughs> he, he stiffed me out, Chris. Up his right arm, I'm totally you guys. right. Brett kind of had to pull me away. I was like, <laughs> let's get in, let's get in. And, and you, for were, our you listeners... were about to break in the back door, weren't you? You were about to sneak <laughs> dude, in. Dude, I had to open the car door and like put a bag over his head and throw him <laughs> in. Like, 
kidnapping style. I'm telling you. Well, listen, for our listeners that have not yet been to Climate Pledge, that atmosphere is awesome. Yeah. There's a spot at the end of the Reno where they've got glass windows. You can look in. You can see the atmosphere. You can even see the players skating around on the ice. Like You can't see the entire ice, but you can see those guys skating around. Man, that oh. energy, it well, was just. I, I don't above know. You, I mean, oh, sorry, Chris, but above you when you're standing there is the eye of the Kraken also. Like mm. being projected onto the building is so sick, dude. It's like, it's awesome. I was just going to say, I think it depends on your timing because, you know, I was out there trying to look in and, and it depends on your height too because <laughs> they have these little ledges that you got to get on to try to see the ice. But then they got folks out there every once in a while just shouting at you, get down, get down, <laughs> get down. You can't stand there. You can't look at that. Get down. So you just got to time it right yeah. to yeah. get under the eye and look down onto the ice. And you mm -hmm. guys timed it perfectly. We had already peeled out, like you said, Brett, Katie, and I had to go up to the dock. So I, I missed it. when. Well, when and we, uh, Chris, we also got yelled at when Kevin was, like, licking the glass. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. Yeah, apparently you can't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fairly creepy, too. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was talked to by the security guard. Um, but awesome atmosphere. And then we went over to the dock and just want to say a big thank you to our listeners that showed up. Yeah. Big thank you to Sarah at the dock. Big thank you to some of our hashtag first 100, right? Yes, we yeah. saw yes. we saw our boy Sergeant Pickles that was out there. We got a chance oh, to talk yeah. to him. Respect. And I just want to give a huge RTS shout out to Kevin from Denver. Yes. Kevin from Denver came just to hang out with your boys, watch some crack and hockey. I mean, it was just incredible to meet some of our fans and talk to them. Guys, I think we have the best listeners of any podcast out there just the yeah. people at the dock were incredible yeah here here man and all the people at the dock who didn't expect a podcast to show up but who quickly <laughs> uh fell in line and they were i mean people were like we were throwing jello shots to the crowd and you know uh this one this one girl in the crowd i like huffed a jello shot at someone who was behind her and she just intercepted it with one hand like like a like a uh, like Richard Sherman or something. It was crazy, <laughs> and uh, people were just. It was so fun, man. The the crowd was great. Uh, raising all the money for charity. Oh, and uh, sorry, I was vamping because I was. I meant to get back to Kevin in Denver. I mean, what a stud, right, guys? Yep. Like one of the original emailers, and he shows up, and it was just cool to to see him and meet him and, and his crew that he was rolling with. Yeah, yeah. I yep. mean, uh, again. Like can't stress enough how cool it was to to see multiple listeners of ours, but but to come that to come that way, to come all that way uh, is what I'm trying to say was super cool. And I think that that it's only right that one of these days that man, Kevin from Denver, that bad man is going to have to come on this show. Yeah. And release it. Well, he's going to have to release it. I totally agree. And also Sergeant Pickles, because Sergeant Pickles, our original troll, he was there in full effect at the dock. <laughs> And uh, with with his beautiful uh, significant other, and uh, it was just so fun to hang out with them. I mean, I must have sat with them for like half a period, and we're just yeah. like bullshitting about the team and stuff, and and just like such a good dude, you know, a vet. So like, big ups for that. Thank you so yeah. much for your service, man. And just like, we're building the family here, guys. You know. And those are two family members who came out and said hi, and it was so cool. I can't wait to have even more events with them and with everybody else, too. For sure. Kevin from Denver, right now, like we said, open invitation. Hit us up at Release the Show. We want to coordinate. We want to have you on this show saying Release the Show. So let's make that happen. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, and, if, if, you know, I don't know, you know, if he's on his way back right now, I was just going to say, I, I can't remember when he was leaving Seattle, but when this airs, I hope he hears it turns around and comes back for Sunday's <laughs> event at the hall 
uh, here in Lower Queen Anne because we'd love to see you there too. If you've got the time, I mean, I, I know yeah. you know we all yeah, gotta work. Yeah, flip the dude. Like right, right in the middle of the interstate. Like just go across the grass, <laughs> just pull it around. Just do it. And also, I want to say quickly too, and then we'll move on. Uh, Sergeant Pickles, you are not allowed to come on this show and say release the show. I just want to get that out there and make. <laughs> Sergeant Pickles has won enough on this show. Right? He absolutely has. I don't think he's gotten it yet, though. So he, he I'm probably kidding. has a I'm kidding. That's jokes, true. Jokes, jokes. That's true. So there was a game that happened opening night, right? Man, that was a tough one, right? Four to two, loser up two to three, or sorry, two to one in the third period is what I'm trying to say. Power play goal. Vancouver ties it up. And then a bit of a leaky goal, I'll say, by Groovy. Like, I think that's one you got to stop. I think that was, what, Connor Garland just coming down the wing, you know, mm -hmm. and beat him, I think, five-hole. That's the kind of goal that you want to see Groovy with a tie game in the third come up with a save. So I've, I've been a Groovy proponent on this show saying, I think he's been what we thought he would be. He's had a couple moments. That was a moment where I want to see him make that save. Ultimately, team ended up losing 4-2, to two, deflating, but otherwise – Man, what an incredible night yeah, in Seattle. Yeah, great atmosphere, but, dude, I'm going to talk about some missed opportunities in that game, like some wide-open nets, some bouncing pucks where, like, some guys just, like, fanning on some open stuff, you know? And, like, I mean, do you think game one opening night jitters? I don't really know, but there was just a couple, right? Like, we had a leaky one, too, that didn't go in, right? And mm -hmm. uh, it was close. So just some stuff that, like, didn't really bounce our way, and it, it kind of put a damper on the night, but, you know. We'll get them back, dude. Those Canucks, we're going to see them all the time. We'll get them back. <laughs> well, Kevin, I mean, I, I agree with you with everything you said about Groovy, but I, I, if I'm remembering the game right, I mean, uh, <laughs> at the dock, maybe threw a, a couple back as we were, uh, you know, taking <laughs> raffle tickets and throwing jello shots and things like that. Yeah. But I believe that was coming off of a turnover um, where you said Connor leaked mm. out and, and was able to get one past Groovy. That I think those two things, what what you said and what Brett said, turnovers, yeah, yeah, mixed with, we just haven't been finishing, yeah, and mm -hmm. I don't know if we, you know we're gonna get well, we're gonna until talk the about, other night until last we're gonna night. talk about another yeah. game until tonight, last but, night, so yeah. maybe they fix some of those problems, but for for game number one and some of the games prior to that, it seemed like we were generating some chances but just not being able to finish. Well, that's why we should get some, into you know just not great defense on on the Let's, counter, so. Let's get into yeah, it here. It. First, let me say the last thing I do want to say as we as we hit our first hat trick there, talk about opening night. Again, big thank you to everyone at the dock. Guys, we raised over $1,000 for charity that night, yeah. which is, hey, that on top of watching the game with all of you guys was an incredible night. So thank you to everybody again that came out, that donated, that got in that raffle, and that celebrated with us here. Let's get to it, guys. Hat trick number two. Let's talk about something that feels much better talking about. It was a get-right game against the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, again, Montreal, it's a team that went to the cup finals last year. They look a little different without Shea Weber, without Carey Price. Still a dangerous team, even with sitting with just one win on the season. The Kraken, on the other hand, guys, we were nursing a four-game losing streak, last in the Pacific. We lost the home opener. I mean, again, we've talked about the character of this team on the show. I felt like, I don't know if some guy stepped up in the locker room. Maybe that was Giordano. Maybe that was our boy, the big rig, and said, guys, not tonight. We're not losing this game tonight. I think we saw the character of that team. I think we saw them step up, and I think they played their most complete game of the year so far. Great team speed, good transition game. Groovy had it on lockdown, and guys, what I loved in this game, they stepped on the pedal 
in the third period, right? They stepped on the pedal. They won that game. They played their most complete game. Oh, and by the way, released the show's very own Brett Davern was right. in the crowd right. to see that. And That's Brett, right. I'm, and I mean, Kevin, I, I want to hear you guys take, but I also want to hear what the what the atmosphere was like oh, here in, in, in just a little bit. Buddy, it took everything in my power to not interrupt that because I was so fired up that I wanted to start <laughs> screaming and yelling. You were getting me so pumped, dude. It was Are such you a, able to scream and yell? Uh, no, not really because, <laughs> you guys, I went to the Seahawks game. Then I went to the Kraken game. I, it's been a weekend of sports up here, but um, you guys – it was so much fun to be in the stadium. It was fun to be outside the stadium before the game. It was fun to be seeing the Kraken fans for the second time in a row and seeing the fans who were there for the second game. Because, you know, it might have been a little bit of a wine and cheese crowd at game one. Let's be perfectly <laughs> honest, okay? But game two, you guys, ticket prices, I'm going to say, a little lower, letting in some of the true fans. And the place was a little rowdier outside, I did notice. It was a little rowdier inside. I'm going to talk about how we need to get even more rowdy come game three uh, tomorrow night on Thursday. But, um, it, dude, it was a lot of fun. I mean, people were, you know, saying that the Kraken didn't do a very good pregame projection and all that kind of stuff, right? Look, it's good enough for now. They, they got room to improve. I'll be perfectly honest. It could be a little bit bigger, a little bit louder. The fans could uh, develop a few more kind of like – our own chants and things like that. You know, like we don't have a lot of like identity as fans yet either. Um, but overall, when something exciting was happening, people knew when to rise to their feet. You know, um, I'm not sure if a lot of Seattle fans exactly even know what a power play is yet. I have to be perfectly honest <laughs> about that, you know, um, but I'll say the arena could do a better job of helping to educate during the game. Because, like, things happen during the game, and they don't really announce it the way they do at a football game or something like that. You know how at a football game they'll say, like, you know, third down, and they get everybody to stand up and, you know, get loud, Seahawks fans, it's third down. They don't do a lot of, like, uh, you know, that's a two-minute penalty for hooking, which means it's a power play. They could just very simply do some things that I think would get the fans even more educated, which then would get you even more into the game. And now I've talked forever, so I forgot the question at this point. I mean, it, it sounds like <laughs> they, they need hot for teacher Kevin on the Jumbotron with the lab coat and yes. some education yeah. going on here. I mean, that's what we're doing. We're entertaining and we're educating dude, on release this show. I could see you in a bow tie and a lab coat, dude. We should pitch <laughs> that right now. That's a good idea. I mean, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to compete with you know the likes of like Bill Nye the Science Guy and stuff <laughs> like that. But I'm I'm all for you. I'm all for you. Thank you, Chris. Um, well, that's interesting because I I heard some rumblings of people talking about like what were these crowds like? Were they were they hockey crowds mm -hmm. or were they just sports fans? Sports crowds, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Probably it was a mix of both. A mix of both. Uh, yeah. Sounds like you know there were some folks who maybe didn't know as much. Now, I, hey, I was one of those folks before even getting into this show. Mm -hmm. So I've been learning as we go along as well, and I can't wait to get to a game. Game, and I'm super jealous that you went without Kevin and I. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. look, not gonna were, not gonna go down that path. First of all, you had you were supposed to come. You just I was supposed to come. I was supposed to come. But I wanted to just say I wanted to break in and just say that I think some of the some of the issues I want to put a finer point on. It's interesting because all of the fans are in darkness and the ice is all lit up. So there is a bit of a subduedness to that because you're kind of sitting in the dark a little bit in your seat. Okay, mm. so there's that. Then also, before each face-off. Now, I've been to some other hockey games around the NHL in my time. And before each face-off, usually the fans will get a, like a chant going, right? The Kraken and in the arena, 
they play super loud music right before the face-off that has nothing to do with the game at all. It's just like pop music, which makes nobody stand up and start cheering right before the face-off. So I just feel like they could do a little bit. Buddy, you guys, I think we need to take over the production over there, you know? Oh. Give some pointers. Maybe, oh, wow. Maybe, C- calling uh, it out. You know, <laughs> like just push some of the buttons, you know what I mean? And just, like, get some let's go Kraken and some Kraken and some, I don't know, whatever else you got. Maybe one side says Seattle, one side says Kraken, whatever it is. But stop playing the music so loud before everything because it doesn't give us a chance to cheer. Just I will keeping say, it real, spe- keeping it 100. speaking of music, and Chris, I'm like you. I cannot wait till I go to my first game. I do like some of the 90s alt-rock integration that they're yes. doing. And, Brett, tell me if this is the case, but I heard that they play Nirvana's Lithium yes. as the Kraken song when they score a goal. Yes, they do. And they change, Love the, that. They and change then, the lyrics uh, to it, so you chant Kraken there. And that is really fun. Also, it is a fairy foghorn, boys, and it is loud and it is cool. Dang right it is. When they score a goal. We talked about that. And then when there's a penalty, they play Alice in Chains, Man in the Box. So (laughs) I like some of the 90s alt-rock integration there. I can't be mad at that, guys. Of course you do. You just, I mean, those are Seattle bands, but the next thing I know you're going to be in like, are they playing any train? Can they get some train (laughs) in there? I just need some train. Old old school train. Old school train. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and they they start singing about the the pop like soda pop and being on a boat. And, you know, I'm out on that train, old school train. Yeah, that, that could get drop, me pumped. That could get me pumped during a power play. Puck. Wait, drops of Jupiter, drop the puck right here Ooh. or something. There's something there. You There's something it. there. Yeah, well, I mean, something. we're going to be taking over the entertainment on release the uh, show, so we'll, we'll <laughs> workshop it. Last thing I was going to say was uh, it, that it was a very special night to see that first win. I, I'm so – you know what? I know they lost opening night, but I'm glad I was there for their first ever win at home. Also, yeah. a super special night because they their first win at home, they beat the Montreal Canadiens, who is who the Seattle Metropolitans played in the Stanley Cup way back in the day to win the first Stanley Cup for America. Don't forget that was Seattle that did that, everybody. And um, they really paid homage to the Metropolitans. They even unfurled a banner, guys, at the top of the arena for that 1917 Stanley Cup uh, championship team. So that was really cool. And they put up a bunch of video packages showing the old black and white photos. And they put... You know, they made the green, uh, red, and white around the arena, and really, it, that was really, really cool to be there for. Here's what I loved about it. See, because the, obviously there's a ton of history with, with the Canadians, with yeah. the Habs, but, like, mm-hmm. we, we, we beat them in 1917. But then we had unfinished business from 1919 when things got shut down. Yeah. And they had just had their own get-right game, so they thought, when they had gone winless and then they won six to one. Then they come to Seattle, and it's like, no, 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 no. We finished that series. We finished that series from 1919, <laughs> five to one. Get out of here. That you, you yeah. didn't get right. No, we I think right. I think they should I award. We'll see I think they should award the Seattle Metropolitans the Stanley Cup from 1919 based on what happened the other night. <laughs> I really do. I love it. We got some good ideas on this show. <laughs> And, I mean, speaking of a get-right game, right, if you could just pull out a sheet of paper and write down the things you needed to happen. I mean, what have we been talking about on the show? When is Jordan Eberle? When is hockey nickname? When is Dan going to show up, right? Shout out to he, Dan. <laughs> he finally got one. And Tanev, guys, Tanev, I believe, had seven goals all last season. 
He's got five already for the Kraken. Oh, man. man, they call Turbo is out there. He's got the flow going out of his helmet, oh, and, throwing hits, and scoring the, goals. The ladies love him. I can tell you, I was, <laughs> you guys, I was up in the nosebleeds with the real people because I'm a man of the people. And let me tell you, the ladies go crazy for Tanev up there. They love him. <laughs> Well, question for you guys, because Yanni Gord got on the on the tally on the score sheet as oh, well yeah. with a beautiful goal. Remember Tanev's goal we talked about a couple games ago? Yeah. Which goal did you guys like better? Do you like Yanni's goal or do you like Tanev's goal better? I'm going to go Yanni just because if I'm remembering the movements of everything, it seemed like there was a little bit more congestion. There was a little there was more people right around the net with his uh, little juke um, and, and hit it from the center. Right. Uh, I feel like Tanev's was super sweet, but it was just, it seemed more one-on-one. Yeah. Well, there's a little bit more going on with Yanni's. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with Chris on this one. I'm with him. I'm, I go with the Yanni one. I mean, maybe it was because I was there live. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm a little biased. But it, it was also for me because you guys know I've been playing a lot of EA, uh, you know, hockey <laughs> on the well, yeah, video game. You know, <laughs> and what was going on with Yanni's was like he's on that that the side there and he's got someone down the middle. I can't remember who on the crack and it was, but, and when you're watching live and at least in the, it, from where I was guys, cause again, bird's eye view. And from, from there, I was like, he's going to dump it off. He's going to pass it. Right. But he didn't. And it was kind of showy and I kind of love it. Like yeah. it was like uh, putting an exclamation point on it by being like, no, no, I got this one. And I like that in a, in a pilot. You know what I mean? I want what a, sponge. <laughs> What a first goal. I'm going to throw 10 F some love. I'm going to vote for 10 F's goal. That thing was silky smooth. It was love 10 F's goal, but these are the conversations that we can have when they're winning guys. Well, like I, which goal was prettier. Can I ask a question, Kev? Can I ask yeah. a question of you? So 10 last night, two goals, right? So if he gets the third one, that's the hat trick. Of course mm-hmm. I'm up in the two hundreds. Do I throw my hat from there? <laughs> because I would, I would, but it's Ooh, not going to hit the question. ice. What are the rules surrounding that? And I was yeah. ready to, man. I wanted to throw my hat so bad. Oh, I guess, so bad. Brett, maybe you'd have to pass it. You like pass my hat down <laughs> and then just relay kind of like a game of telephone. And With then the person that's it. right up against the ice, uh, the glass just tosses it over. I tuck a note in the, in the <laughs> brim that's like, please throw this on the ice. Please throw it on the <laughs> ice. I feel like yeah. that would take forever, though. I think you just got to throw it. Hope it lands on somebody's head. They take it off. They know what's going on. So then they just <laughs> throw it further and it eventually will just get there. Maybe three throws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Well, we'll have to see. Hopefully, there'll be plenty more opportunities to see some hat tricks. That's something we can bet on. And, guys, oh, let's talk a little bit about Bet Online. Wow. All right. Look. Bet Online is back and better than ever. New web interface, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the hockey, basketball, and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our code, our promo code, believe that's B L E A V 50 to receive your bonus from NHL, basketball, football, baseball, boxing, and UFC and Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts. And if I could make a bet, I would have made a bet that Chris was going to come in with not only release the show to kick the show off, but come in with our advertising, Chris, I would have lost that bet. I thought you were going to take it home, my friend. Well, so here's the thing. When, I, when The episode that I do that, there needs to be a third thing so that I can clean sweep the hat trick, right? <laughs> Which 
just those two. No, I'm going to hit release the show. I'm going to hit the ad, and then I hit it. I need to hit one more thing. So it's got to be an episode where we're playing a game or something like that, and I can just annihilate Brett. So I can just go clean <laughs> three for three in that How episode. Dare you. Well, How if you dare do you. that, I will take my hat off, <laughs> and I will toss it, Chris, because that will be a hat trick. I got something for you. Number one oh. bullshit. Oh, number one. <laughs> Get out of here. So, guys, let's get to our third in our hat trick and take a look ahead at the Kraken schedule. A little bit of a buzzsaw that they're they're now going to walk into. The schedule does not really get much easier for them. Thursday, we got another home game against Minnesota. That's a team that's sitting first in the Central right now, tied with St. Louis. Similar team to the Kraken, I think. Much more scoring by committee. Um, they've had a fair amount of turnover in the offseason. Said goodbye to Ryan Sutter, Zach Parise. Uh, so they've had a lot of their big guns leave, but they're having a good start to the season. So that's not going to be an easy game Sunday night. I hope you all be watching the game on Halloween. They're playing the Rangers a couple points out of first place. That is an NHL network game. So for our listeners that are outside the Seattle area, you can catch that one on the national broadcast. And then, Oh, by the way, Monday night guys at Edmonton, Ooh, right? Yeah. Buzz saw first in the Pacific. So, Nah, We're hitting we, two we first place teams right now. We got Edmonton and in the, the preseason. We got them once. We got them once. We've already got them. They're running scared, Kev. Three in a row. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. Also, a uh, quick uh, reminder, though, if you're looking for a place to watch that Halloween game, come on out to the Queen Anne Beer Hall, everybody. I will be there. Chris will be there. We'll see if Kevin will be come out of his undisclosed <laughs> oh, location. Kevin? But uh, come check it out with us also. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what do we think, Kev? Uh, what's the record that they need to have after that stretch for you to not push the panic button? With the win they just had, honestly, I'd be okay with these four games, and I'm including the most recent win they had against Montreal. If they just get to 500, so I'm saying one and two, right? Let's get to 500 with this. Edmonton game is really tough. I mean, these are three tough teams. So if they can build on that solid momentum against Montreal – Obviously, I'd love to get two of these three, but I'm going to be okay with one of these two, just given the teams that they're playing. Okay. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, that's fine by me. I, I think that, honestly, guys, and I saw a lot of people saying on Twitter like that the Canadians, you know, they really played bad and all this kind of stuff, and maybe the, the Kraken didn't get the Canadians' best shot or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know hockey well enough yet to really know if that's true or not. But I'll say this. From where I was watching – you guys, our team is gelling together. Yeah. They really are. They were stealing the puck uh, in the, what do you call it, uh, mid-ice? I don't know. In the neutral zone, okay, yeah. In the neutral zone. They're getting turnovers, and they're going the other way. And for they scored five goals. Dude, they could have had 12. I'm not even kidding. Like They had a lot of ones that were even close. There were, one of those bouncers hit the post at one point, right? And so the only thing I was disappointed in about being at the game was that there wasn't a fight at 5-1. to one. I was like, come on, somebody's got to hit this one or something. <laughs> but they didn't. But – um. I'm just saying that I think, you know, defensively, they were great. They were getting the yeah. puck out. Penalty kill was great. I think the communication's increasing, you guys. And also, have you guys checked out the Vegas Knights and their first season and their, their sort of like wi win-loss through the first little bit? They weren't it's great. It's not looking good. It they, is not looking good for the great. Golden Knights. No, 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 no. I mean when they were an expansion team. Oh, oh, I'm oh. I'm saying everybody holds up the Knights as like, oh, they just, you know, they won every game that season. If you go back and look, the beginning of their expansion season wasn't that great. And mm -hmm. maybe it's a little bumpy for our Kraken, too. But look at what the Knights did that year. So I'm just saying, be patient, everybody. They look good. I'm going to say they win against Minnesota. Brett, you got me fired up. 
how can they lose a game where we have another watch party? I'm going to say they beat the Rangers and Hell drop yeah. a game against Edmonton. So I'm saying we go two and one here on this okay. next stretch. I love it, dude. I love it. And I, I can't wait to see our Kraken play the New York Rangers, too. That's like so just like real hockey. You know what I mean? The Montreal <laughs> Canadiens, then the Rangers. No disrespect to the Wild, but I mean, come on. You know what I mean? They're the New York Rangers. That's going to be so cool. <laughs> and it's going to be how awesome. How much do you guys love that every time they play a new team, it's the first time they've ever played them? That's so cool. What you got to do is you got to come out to the Queen and Beer Hall for that Rangers game. Watch the game with Release the Show. Love to have you there. This episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you to all our listeners hitting us up at Release the Show, emailing us, release the show at gmail.com. Listen, rate, review, leave your name in the comments. Shoot us an email. We love reading them and we love reading them on the show. We want to see you at the Queen Anne Beer Hall. We are Release the Show. Come out and hang with us. We're taking over Seattle. Yeah. New episodes each and every Thursday. We'll see you this Sunday. Come and we'll see you next week. Hey, also, see ya. I'm going to be at the game uh, on Thursday, and I'm going to try to get a customized chant going. So if you're there, Ooh. be watching for me. I'll be with sitting with the real people, and we're going to get a crack in going when they're standing in the cage ready to come out. It's going to be real menacing. Mm. It's going to be fun. Sorry, about our boy. Sorry, about Kevin. Our I boy just had Brett. to throw that on there just so people, you know, they know what's up when they hear it. You know what I mean? We'll see you next week, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.